Welcome back to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, this Friday afternoon. We've got a big topic on today's Agenda Cafe. But first of all, I'd like to welcome our co-host, Karen Ko, to the program. Karen, how are you? I'm great, Noreen. Great to be here next to you in the studio and, uh, and, sharing, f- a mic. and sharing a mic and sharing lots of other things and <laughs> being here on a Friday, which we love for the Agenda Cafe. And we do have a very special show today. Today we're talking about self-love, self-love. And in both the emotional sense, but not just in the emotional sense, in the physical sense too. Yes, we're talking about masturbation. We, we don't really talk about this very much. Um, and just in case listeners didn't know, May is Masturbation Month. So I don't know, Noreen. Well, you knew that because I told you, right? But now you know. So let me give you a bit of background about Masturbation Month because it's actually um, quite interesting. It started in the U.S. in 1994, and the then U.S. Surgeon General, whose name was Jocelyn Elders, she was a woman, she gave a speech at the United Nations World AIDS Day. And after the speech, an audience member asked about... um, masturbation's potential for discouraging early sexual activity and she said i think it's something that's part of human sexuality and a part of something that perhaps should be taught and she meant in um you know school in sex education and then a few days later guess what she was forced to resign for her comment so it's been a it's always been like a controversial thing. And then in 1995, so the following year, um, this business called Good Vibrations, which is a sex-positive toy company based in San Francisco, launched National Masturbation Month in honor of Dr. Jocelyn Elder's work. And they, they see it as a way to get people talking about self-love and encourage conversations about sexual wellness. So here we are now in... 2020, and uh, it carries on, and that's what we're going to do today. So we're really lucky today to have two wonderful guests, Dr. Joy Shanglin Choi, who is a sexuality and health counsellor, and Joy is also a um, gynaecologist and obstetrician by training, and Justin Chu, who's a graduate student at Hong Kong University and also a sex educator. So Joy and Justin, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you. So Joy, let me start off with you. As, as I mentioned in the beginning, masturbation has always seemed to be a controversial or taboo topic, yet it's something that all humans probably do, you know, from the time when we're young children and we don't even, we're not even aware of our own sexuality. Why is it so taboo? I think uh, we didn't have a very body positive or sex positive culture and uh, and parents want to be protective, which is understandable. And when they see children which commonly touch themselves, they immediately have this inhibitory reaction, attitude, frightened. And children from a very young age will learn from the expression of the parents that touching themselves are bad even before they speak. So that got ingrained into them. And then with time, certain religion also is um, um, expressively inhibited, like Jewish culture. So that would affect much more Americans. Uh, Christianity uh, itself uh, and also the Muslim culture didn't inhibit it. So uh, we all know, you know, everybody touched the body in different ways. But I think it's a, it's a culture that's uh, started from a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to very quickly jump in uh, for our listeners as well. We are also on Facebook Live, so you'll be able uh, to see our guests uh, here on RTHK Radio 3. Noreen Mir, RTHK Radio 3, is a Facebook page. Feel free to join us there and also comment there. I can see Cleo has written in, say, great to see a topic being discussed. So, Joy, let me just follow up. When you, when you said that young children, 
as you know, we probably all did as young kids, did touch ourselves. Is, is this really something that's just part of human sexuality, that all children from a young age will probably do this, not really realising what it is, but they just know it feels nice? Yes. Uh, there are also uh, times when children, they play with each other as siblings and then the parents are completely appalled and took them to psychotherapists thinking there's something wrong with them. But it's just part of the body. And uh, so it's a very important uh, from that uh, point of view because children particularly they start with emotions from the body the sensations if they feel good they emotionally feel good and then they feel more calm they then they get converted into the mind of feeling good about themselves the mind is learned more and the body is the first sensations they feel so now if uh, like a client had a problem with uh, uh, feeling good or pleasure then the first thing we need bring them back is to basic body sensations what makes you feel good go and have a bath and feel the warmth of the water and listen to music use the senses more and mindfulness nowadays is also all about that yeah Jasmine well um, if I if it's from a a pediatrical kind of viewpoint. Actually, there's a research saying that um, there is um, one girl signed from the age of six months who decided to masturbate, actually. So there, a lot of parents will um, like uh, misunderstand or misunderstood um, childhood or infantry um, masturbation as seizures. Like they will have like eye rolling like this and then they will have like rubbing their um, lower limbs and the um, pelvic area. So like they have like for, they have that research um, have done over time for over eight years, actually, to see a group of tr um, girls actually who masturbate themselves using various different um, like methods and it's pretty interesting to, to say that actually most girls who actually masturbate more than guys during it, um, um, childhood stage um, they, they actually uh, the research um, focus on women because of their they, they usually uh, like oh, having sign of like rubbing floors and all that, um, or girls actually, or chairs, yeah, chairs, or, yes. that or to, in the bath, exactly. To just yes. So they actually um, ha have some sign of um, masturbation during um, childhood infantry stage, but later on in in their life because of socialization and or, or even the stigma of masturbation, it will actually affect them or not to pleasure themselves, comparatively speaking. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, if you see your daughter who's a, a, a young child, two or three, masturbating, or, you know, to them it's not really masturbating. As as Joy, you mentioned, to them, they're just, you know, touching a part of their body, no different from touching their nose or their knees. It's just somewhere that feels good. How should parents be sort of, how should parents uh, talk to their child about that sort of uh, action? Well, just. I would say, like um, from that point of view, it's completely normal. Like from from those um, pediatric um, research, they all say that um, infantry um, self gratification. They mm -hmm. use this word in self masturbation mm -hmm. to avoid the stigma. Um, it's completely normal in in uh, for ch children, and they will stop usually um, around the age of eight. Yes, um, there was just one case who continued um, this kind, this sort of masturbation till um, twelve years old, and that's it. Like most of them start around the age of six to eight. Yes, so when they see this, and just don't panic, let them be. Or they are uh, some psycho um, child psychologists um, will suggest them to distract them. For example, to turn on the television, to play some music during that time, to stop them from. Um, entertaining themselves oh, really? yes I've, I've sort of told my daughter just do it in your room <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
that's also an important concept about sexuality is it's a continuous spectrum. So it's a continuum. Most people think, oh, my child is not going to have anything to do with sexuality until after they reach puberty and as late as possible. So they expect them to be, when they're 18, they suddenly become a young man and they have erections and then they get married. And then again, by the time they reach like 50, it's like, oh, if you talk to a lot of them, it's like, we don't do that thing anymore. We're too old for that, right? Mm, So, but what they need to understand is it's, it's a, it's like life's law. It's a continuum that right like waves, right? There are times you have higher waves, there are times you have lower waves. What you don't want is the extremes, right? Mm. So too high waves, so we call it, in, in nature, we have, in biological terms, we have something called the window of tolerance. Whether it's emotion, whether it's physical, I know there are some athletes who push the limits, but they still need rest. They still need to come back down. Now, they are always going to be a little bit more there's certain people who may be so-called a little bit more sexual, a little bit more sensual, a little bit more sensitive, you know. And they usually, if they are se- uh, sexual, so to speak, as in sensual, they would also be more emotional people mm. because it's all the body, the mind is linked that way. So treat it as a continuum, you know, the babies. Are, you know, even uh, we know that, for example, babies who just left the mother's womb, they still mm. have the female hormones in the body, mm. right? So they have, and then they have a little hormone withdrawal. And so they have, even they have uh, young babies, females may have a uh, vaginal discharge, you know, right. so, and the parents are very overwhelmed, but usually after reassurance, they're going to be all right. It's interesting because it seems like uh, when we talk about it with, with children, and as you're saying, even until, say, people are 18, they associate masturbation with a loss of innocence, mm. that it's dirty or it's, mm. you yes. know, t- sexual in a, in a very bad way. So how do you change that, that perception and destigmatize it? I think the education is one thing and also take a perspective that um, pleasure is a regulatory tool mm. for emotions. Nowadays, you will hear a lot of the children uh, in Hong Kong when they were stressed and they, you know, they have less coping power. It's because mm. they don't play enough. Mm. Our schooling system is too competitive, too much. Sure, they are mo- they are more perhaps equipped to face the stress of the world in a certain way, but they don't play enough. There's no emotion regulation for such. Mm. So the pleasure is very important and it's a healing art itself, mm. right? So you combine it with, you know, the body, you draw the body and you can, we can, we have to start from education mm-hmm. and then you know the art uh, uh, teachers usually will say draw the body you know if they if their body have genitals inside that's fine that's okay because yes. bodies do yes <laughs> justin you do a lot of sex education with young people yeah. in hong kong what, what do you find uh, are their views towards and their, their attitudes about mm. masturbation right um it's quite interesting actually if you're saying for young adults in college for example um they have interesting way to call um to negotiate masturbation in dormitories actually yes i have uh, actually observed one occasion where it's a it's a male dormitory um male floor actually and then um there's one guy who knock on uh, my friend's door and is like i want to jerk off i want to masturbate and can you like um, remove yourself and then come back i'll, I'll tell you when, when you can come back and then there you go oh. and then my friend come back in inspect his his bed and see whether there is any traces traces <laughs> and then no and then it's like okay sure fine it's like that like it's it's 
like not Versailles. It's quite interesting to see like how guys actually have this kind of way to negotiate um, their own um, like solitary pleasure mm. in the in in this perfect space. Because like for most dormitory in Hong Kong, um, it's always um, um, like in two, like usually in a room of two, for example. Mm. It don't it don't really have rooms for for one because we just have a small place so yeah it's remarkable that they're actually telling each other yeah. about it and and giving each other that space and exactly. not doing it in secret yeah you know like in the middle of the night you know i yeah. heard of stories that they have to do it in while they are in showers mm. uh, especially in a case of northern america but for, uh, for for that's what i thought of before meeting my friends in 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 dormitory and i was like wow you guys are really open about uh, talking about that but they are um, open about talking about male um, perspective on masturbation, and but girls, girls, yeah, not so much. Mm. So, what do you find with with girls and young women? Right, um, f in college, um, we have courses like sexuality and culture and all that, and we will, of course, discuss um, discuss um, topics like masturbation. Yet, um, some of them are quite reluctant to talk about it, or even in my ethnographic side, which is a sex toy shop. I work in a sex toy shop as um, as my ethnographic research, and actually, most of the time. Um, it is uh, usually when a couple came came in. It's a guy who do the talking. Seriously? Yes, I'm not kidding. It is hmm. the guy who do the talking on um, buying this product or that product to pleasure her girlfriend while she is in her solitary state. Wow. Yes. So like, the guys are leading exactly. the women to pleasure. That's that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. I, 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 most of the time, if the girls is even uh, is here. Um, she don't talk at, at all. Like she will let the guy do the talking. I was like, I, 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 I will be the one who initiate the discussion with a girl because at the end of the day, it's She's your own you, pleasure. Exactly. Yes. And don't. Yeah. Why, why do you think that is? What is? Are the girls is it uncomfortable? Is it cultural? I, I think or? it's cultural, and I think they are not comfortable in talking to a male sales, for example. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I dress like this, so <laughs> he's got beautiful lipstick on. Yes, exactly. I know. Yes. So I mean, they they after all, um, they will start talking to me, and then they they and sometimes I will even like tell the guy to look at the masturbator. Like I'll, I'll talk to your girlfriend, yeah. like that, to have some like um space for for us to to discuss what is best for you, whether you want clitoral stimulation or something penetrative and what. Like most of and and it's quite interesting if guys who want to buy sex toy for their girlfriend, it's always they don't want something that is penetrative really? it's as if they are ah. replacing their own genitals they don't want to be replaced by exactly. the toy okay so they have these kind of um misunderstanding but at, at the same time like of course there, there are researches <laughs> don't want to stretch it out yeah. <laughs> sorry <laughs> no like there, there are research that um these kind of um pleasure products could be used in cup uh, in couples Couple, yeah. that you can use it with your partner but um but they, but the most of couples won't do it. They think that sex toy is a solitary masturbatory um, thing. Even for girl, uh, for for um, girls, sometimes girls will buy masturbators for the guys. For example, with during pregnancy, mm -hmm. yes, they they guys have to deal with their own sexual needs themselves, so they will buy masturbators. But at the same time, um, I I would sometimes tell my, my some female cl client that oh, you can actually use masturbator on your on your um, um, partner, as if your extension of body yes right. so there is a lot of misconception or on masturbation or like um non 
penile vaginal intercourse. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, masturbation is the safest sex in the world. Well, yes, exactly. Well, well some people actually do wear gloves and latex gloves and all that but I mean yeah fun stuff but yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think it's necessary but sit on the hand a little yeah. bit and, I mean, yeah. and then the stranger comes out oh. yeah. well if that, I'll, I'll save the techniques for later yes, yeah exactly but, but it's interesting that uh, a lot of people have so many misconceptions of masturbation yeah. or even couple masturbation uh, mutual masturbation they will have some misconception of that they will think that oh um, masturbation is place lower in the hierarchy of sex. So, so they don't think that it can be as enjoyable to mutually masturbate. Exactly. It's, it's, it's not, you're not, I guess you're, they're not having real, in inverted commas, sex. Yeah. And I mean, must, like mutual masturbation or else, or some people will, I mean, it's actually masturbation or mutual masturbation is sometimes prescribed as a in sexual therapy for example like penis root massage to or, or um what's a penis root massage penis root massage i oh. i don't have any phallic object here so i cannot <laughs> that if straight. you give me a minute i'll run upstairs <laughs> no. has something in her desk right so for example it's phil whelan's yeah. oh, okay. no. so so penis root massage means um there is a main vein on a penis and there is two part like it mm -hmm. on the root so you have to massage that area to make it erect it's e easier to do that and then um if people um, some some of the clients who suffer from erectile dysfunction it helps them um to um like um get the wind in the sails again sure yeah. yes, <laughs> yes. So stimulate the circulation stimulate to simulate um, so yeah and yes. then they um if they have premature ejaculation mm -hmm. well if you stop immediately it's called uh, it's there is a really um Obs not obscene term, but it's cum control. We call it okay. yeah ejaculation control. Right. It's like you when the guy start to wants to ejaculate, we just stop things imme immediately. So it's like training them not to exactly to ejaculate, to ejaculate too quickly. Too quickly. Yeah. Yes, so it's a way. It, this kind of masturbation is actually seen as treatment, and it's the perfect thing for couple to do it together. Right, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. In, yes. Yeah, it should be fun. <laughs> um, it just adds a little shimmy. Exactly. Shimmy, shimmy. Justin yes. can shimmy. Yes. So, Joy, let me come back to you. Yes. In terms of what Justin was just saying, do you think there's also a double standard that, you know, we often hear in culture, popular culture and movies, jokes about guys, you know, masturbating together and making a joke about it, but you, you, we never really see or hear women. And does that add to the stigma? Well, society is definitely changing and we're being more open-minded, particularly we are now in the Me Too era. Mm -hmm. So uh, there is certainly a lot more equality to talk about it. You know, girlfriends met together, they do talk about guys, you know, and same with guys, they do talk about women. But I, th I think there is a very important concept that people are beginning to understand, which is the most important in sexuality, which is boundary and consent. And Justin had talked about it already, you know, boundary in terms of privacy. They need mm -hmm. a physical privacy. That uh, where they do it, and adolescents in particular, I always uh, tell my clients, uh, you know, when parents have difficulty to deal with them, or in fact, it works with children, it works with adolescents, in fact, it works with anybody. I call it frames, the acronym frames. The first thing is, adolescents want friends; they need friends. Okay, mm -hmm. they need to have time to talk to the friends and parents. Please excuse themselves, leave them the room. So that's the physical uh, privacy, also. And then uh, when they do masturbation, they should have a private place themselves that they could lock the door no one can see them okay and uh, 
And then there is an emotional boundary, right? So that they feel that well, if they、uh, they if they want to talk to somebody, you ask for permission、mm-hmm. as a parent. Do you want to talk to me, or would you prefer to talk to you know your friends, your uncles, or something like that? Maybe you know it might be difficult. Just recognize that they may not be. Ready to open up to you as a parent, but it doesn't mean that you know. You sometimes a parent's brother is the best person for the.、Uh, you know, they they may be feeling closer to their uncle, and、uh, and also um, um, just in touch on about hygiene, right? So the hygiene is also a form of boundaries, right?、Mm-hmm. This is my hygiene. What we call this is my rubbish. After I finish, I clean my rubbish exactly like children.、Mm-hmm. You know, we teach children when you finish your toys, pack it up, keep it clean, and we start tomorrow again, right? So.、Um, Uh, and then the next concept, most important, of course, is consent. So、mm-hmm. mutual、uh, masturbation will touch on consent, whether you're allowed to touch somebody else. You you have to ask. And the mutual、uh, culture is all about asking. You know, the point is all these people get into trouble is because they didn't ask、mm-hmm. or they knew the. The, the, basically, the answer was no, but they impose it, they coerce it,、uh, they cheat it. You know, by saying that I would give you something that、mm. you want,、uh, that in fact they didn't、uh, sustain it, right?、Yeah. And、uh, it has to be, even if it's a contract of certain things, like okay, like friends with benefits, they do it, you know.、Uh, but they they knew we are just friends with benefits, you know, and you make sure we t- should teach our children to、mm. say no. Right and no is a no, but also the consent is temporary. Okay, so you have to ask again. So things like that. So consent is a complicated concept that should start teaching at school. We'll return to this very interesting、uh, topic after the two thirty news.、Uh, we'll continue running the Facebook、uh, live, so you can continue to join us there. Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio Three. Welcome back. You're listening to the Agenda Cafe this afternoon on the One Two Three Show with me, Karen Ko, and Noreen Mia. And today we are talking about masturbation because May is Masturbation Month, and we're having a really interesting discussion with our guests, Joy, Dr. Joy Choi, who is a sexuality and health counselor, and Justin Chu, who is a、uh, postgrad student and sex educator in Hong Kong. So、um, we've talked about a lot of different things、uh, in the first half. So let's turn to a bit more about sex education. So, Joy, just let me ask you: In Hong Kong, are any of these things that we've been talking about actually taught in any kind of sex education curriculum? Are people learning this? I think、uh, I'm not very familiar with the education curriculum. What well, do you think, Justin?、Um, for the Hong Kong curriculum,、um, there is a, a guideline of sex education that is established in 1997, which have never been amended since. It has 1997. been 20. Handed. <laughs> <It's a handover. laughs>、like, I, I, I bought in 20,、um, 1996, so I'm 24 this year. So it would be 23 years.、Mm. Yes,、uh, and it haven't been amended. Since and I can guarantee you, I've, I I come from a local school, secondary school. I studied DSC.、Um, no sex education. No talk about not、um, even the banana not, or the cucumber. Not banana. Like if you join the St John's uh, um what ambulance? What St John's? What first, yeah, yeah, first idea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so and that yes, you they will teach you how to do because it's eight. Prevention.、Oh, yes, it's only limited to AIDS con-、um, prevention. They will teach you how to do like this kind of stuff, but masturbation, of course, not. I must admit, I went to an international school, and it was one class—not masturbation, but sex ed—and it was just a banana and a cucumber for like Aye, half an hour. And that's you know, that's international school where you're supposed to be more open, but it's not true. Not at、yeah. all. Like even like in um like 
tertiary education, we don't touch upon it. At, well, we will touch upon it if you enroll these class, but we don't talk about it if you are in a normal curriculum. It's not enforced by any means. So, yes. so that means we we are up against a whole population of young people who who really know little or nothing about sex except what they teach themselves via YouTube or yes. porn or basically Absolutely. mostly porn, yeah. right? Yeah. So. Um, what does that mean then in terms of relationships and being able to talk about these issues with, with anybody? I think there are some uh, uh, evidence now there are some ill effects from too much porn and uh, because people actually don't know so they have to re you know turn to porn to learn all the techniques and things like that and uh, but you know the real people in life are different from the actors in exactly. porn. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the expectation will be affected mm -hmm. and therefore people get disappointed. And also women uh, are now having, uh, there are more women who are seeking, uh, um, just wanting to have pleasure. They never had pleasure because pleasure is prohibited. You know, right. it's all about the men. And uh, and uh, women, 60% uh, um, of women never had a vagina or orgasm. And also, therefore, body touching themselves is becomes an important part of emotional regulation now there are different reasons why people have sex why why different reasons why uh, people touch themselves but you know we're under a lot of stress in life but being you know having a bath and you know touch your body and be appreciative of your body it's it's very important absolutely and i just want to point out we're talking about this on public radio because you know masturbation self-gratification these are completely normal things to do you shouldn't feel ashamed you know nobody should tell you any different what you do in your own private time as long as you do it in private not in public because I should point out that's illegal yes. um, but you know these are completely normal things and parents should be open-minded you know what would you rather your daughter or your son um, in their room in the comfort of their safety of their own house masturbating or out there having unprotected sex um, you know yeah, or I, in I, a public toilet or in a, somewhere exactly <laughs> um, and not that's not to say having sex is, is not a great thing as well but you know within the normal I mean, I'm digging myself up but anyway <laughs> Uh, well, my point is masturbation is completely normal and I can bet you your grandmother your grandfather probably your great-grandmother great-grandmother everybody has been doing it they just don't yeah. want to talk about it so we're talking about it today and you should too yeah and I, I think that's a really good point um, Joy you make about women especially that you do read I mean because I do a lot of research for all these topics you know I go on the reddit chat rooms and and all sorts of you know uh, threads and so many women say oh, I've never looked at myself in the mirror mm -hmm. or I've never touched myself and I've never had an orgasm and I don't even know how to do it. I mean, that's really kind of a shame um, for, you know, people not being aware of their own sexuality. Yes, I think also society uh, needs to help removing a lot of guilt and shame uh, in uh, and oppression in people who seek pleasure and you know and uh, and really teach the important concept of boundary and consent. Like you said, you know what is boundary? You know you shouldn't do it in public. You should do it in private, and you should get consent. Who do it? Who do you do it with? And you know how long? You know and uh, up until where you can touch and you cannot touch. You know so. Uh, it's respect, you know, and and some some people do say um, that if they masturbate, they feel guilty mm -hmm. yes. because either 
they've been trained by their culture or parents or whatever that this is shameful and they shouldn't be doing it, or if they're in a partnership that they should only be having sex with their partner. Mm. So what would you say to them? Yeah, and then that that's a problem because if they have guilt and shame, often what happens is they would do with someone else. So we have this love lust thing. The person you love more, we can't have sex with him or her, you know, and I, they will go and have a, a affair outside. So in fact, most people feel more uh, free, you know, and that's how a lot of infidelity happened that way. Mm-hmm. It's not that they don't love the wives or the husbands. It's not that they, they don't respect them. It's just they, uh, I want to experiment. I don't know who to experiment with, you know. So instead of having a communication and, and women are often also frightened that, uh, they, a lot of guys actually say, I respect my wife so much that, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, I, I feel ashamed oh. wanting to experiment, right? right? And then the woman would be like, well, I don't want to be seen as a slut, you know. So, uh, and therefore, I have these fantasies. Now, mm-hmm. fantasies happen naturally. We all know that. You know, it's in the subconscious minds mm-hmm. and our dreams. And so often I talk with clients about the erotic dreams and it represents something. It represents a natural sexual desire that is not satisfied. And when if that's not satisfied, it would come as other problems. They would complain about, you know, their husband or their wives about things that which actually the real deep thing you explore is that I feel I don't get enough attention from her or him or I feel my body is not good enough because he or she doesn't touch mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the real reason is they feel that uh, I will be a bad person if I do that, if I pay too much attention to her body or to mm-hmm. sex. And So I think communication, learning how to communicate is very important. Yeah. Absolutely. Justin, And yes. like in sex, positive sex education or arts therapy, there is one thing that we always do. Draw your vagina. Mm-hmm. Like how you have we um it's like um we have a mirror um usually it's by a female um, practitioner or of course and it's like it was just, it is the first time most women seeing their own vagina and there was different way to do it like some people draw it some people use play-doh to like yeah mm-hmm. to use play-doh to yeah you play therapy right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll you never just, look at my daughter's play-doh so <laughs> <same again. laughs> It's like it's like a way to face your own sexuality and you'll face your own genitals. And by loving yourself, you open up to many doors. And like I, I, a lot of guys, even uh, they have some um, anxiety um, of thinking that girlfriends would masturbate and all that, or girls would have some anxiety thinking about um, that guys masturbating because oh, if he masturbate means that I'm not, I'm no longer desirable anymore. And if I, if she find out, like it's so funny, if she find out that his, um, her boyfriend have a masturbate that that's shaped with a vagina, it's like, oh, you are replacing my vagina with this la. You, you waste, I, I, your, your sperm will be wasted in the state instead of myself. It's like that. Like they have so many like things that should be discussed in their relationship but they are not like how how sex therapy or, or sex education like we do is that to encourage conversation like if you don't talk about it if you don't like have that conversation like you will have very terrible sex life mm-hmm. and you will never feel um, fulfilled in your relationship like there is another study i forgot where to uh, i read it it's like um sex only contribute to 20 percent of your relationship but if you have very poor sex it will become 
80 or 100 percent of your relationship yes. yes i think you both have raised excellent points and it's a lot of times we hear young girls especially having quite low confidence about that the, the, how their vagina looks mm-hmm. um karen uh, we can take our, our listeners back to the time when we uh, interviewed uh, dr stephanie uh Zheng, uh and she was talking a little bit how there was a mother here in hong kong who bought her daughter uh, because her daughter who's a teenager wanted to fix her vagina didn't oh, like the way labiaplasty yeah, yeah. didn't didn't like the way her, her, her vaginal lips hung and 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 that also stems from what we see in porn yes. and the lack of acceptance you know because let's face it vaginas are beautiful yeah they're dangly yeah. bits but you know and same with different yeah. and the thing is well, I have to when you talk about um, pornography most of the um, porn star in um, especially in Czech Republic or yeah <laughs> so specific specific yes. 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 and and America have to, uh, have gone through um label pl- plastic, plastic. Right. yes so to look more uniform right. uniform yes really? yeah. and That's so painful i mean like it, it's a way to for them to ex, um to ex, um to have that uh, aesthetic i would say yes. but so that it's sad because it's sad, just yes. means that there's only one way to be beautiful you know let's go back to the wall of the vagina same. have you heard of that art piece there is a wall of vagina in i forgot which museum <laughs> so it's like a full wall of real life people who who, who are the artists asked um the the uh, uh, groups of women to share the vagina to the world it's like they have some like clay like and they make a mold a cast yeah, mold, yeah. yeah. i saw that san francisco right yeah, francisco. yeah so it's a full wall of vagina to tell people that vagina all looks different just like penises there's they all also look online there's a thing i think it's called the vulva project yeah. which has photographs of vulvas that you know is wonderful because they're real people's vulvas and and that's something that you know honestly here's the difference between men and women so if if men are all in a locker room or whatever you can see each other's penises so you you know you but you for women you don't you can't really see what another woman's um vulva looks like unless you you know ask permission so i think that that's where a lot of the uh insecurity stems from that people only see the so-called perfect looking ones on porn and then they think oh mine doesn't look like that so there's something wrong with me yeah. i just want to also add that you know some some couples maybe that that the wife or, or the spouse don't want the husband to be masturbating because they're worried that the good sperm will be wasted I just want to point out that, you know, uh, surprisingly, not all semen is the same. And multiple studies from the 1990s, including one by researchers in Japan, show that the semen from sex contains more sperm than semen from masturbation. Ooh. So, um, you know, do it away. And, <laughs> you know, the, the, the sperm won't be wasted. So don't don't fret, pet. And also, it reduces the risk of prostate cancer. Yeah, tell us more about that. percent Yeah. Yes. So 21 the- times per month. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. So tell us more about that. So, just, all right. Yeah. So, <laughs> the, the the research is done in 2018 or 17. I forgot. But it's set for guys who ejaculate um 20 who ejaculate for a mean of 21 times per month have a lower ch- will, will lower the chance of having prostate uh, prostate cancer by 33 percent. Yes. Well, it makes sense because the blood flow would reduce the toxins Absolutely. and carry it away. Another yeah. thing is that so it's a body is healing itself. So it's, it, there is a medical yes. like yes. Uh, reason. Another thing is yeah. like if men um there because there is a um Chinese saying of um one drop of sperms equal 10 drops of blood and 
Yeah, yeah, not not kidding. And then and then in in Asian China, like um, for there was one story that at the Empire, one once asked a, a fairy to whether how how to preserve his fertility, and he's uh, the, the fairy said, oh, to not ejaculate while having sex, and this is completely wrong because if you don't ejaculate, it will be um, the sperm in in your prostate or, or forgot the 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 the, the tube, tube yeah. will um, calcified. And then, oh, you have, you have to problems. go through proper surgery to take it out. Wow, yes. nobody wants a calcified no. penis. <laughs> but now, uh, from a sex therapy point of view, we do teach uh, people that certain, but in, even in Western society, we uh, now have um, uh, saying that uh, you can control the, you can have orgasm without the ejaculation. Yes, that's so right. So in that case, you can actually have multiple orgasm, which are more common with women. Yeah. Okay. And there are, uh, there is a, a medical uh, issue such as um, premature ejaculation, and that's one of the exercises. But basically, it's about uh, just uh, playing, you know, mm. focus more on playing, more on pleasure rather mm. than goal-oriented. So yes. uh, there is a technique called sensei focus. We do exactly that. And we, you know, couples who have difficulty, conflicts with each other, we do sensei focus. We um, get them to touch each other via pencil because they can't even touch each other via the finger. Wow. Then from the pencil, through the pencil, they start to communicate. And then through the fingers, this index finger. And then with time, they give hugs to each other. And, you know, because our society is... Uh, Instant gratification. Yes, yes, it's and, very goal-oriented. Yeah, it's like, Get to the orgasm exactly. quickly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Time is money. Mine yeah. first and then yours. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair, right? That's right. But I was going to also say, you know, there's actually a wrong way to masturbate. You know, for some of our listeners who might feel the urge, they do it. Mm. Uh, but it seems like a lot of injuries are caused by that. Um, a study published in the Journal of Trauma and Acute Care Surgery found that 60% of penile fractures occur during masturbation. Oh. So um, pay attention to that. I do want to also dedicate some time to uh, some of the sex toys that Justin oh, has yes. has brought along. Please, uh, for our listeners, get on the Facebook Live yes, May, on RTH Radio. Right. Um, so these uh, the sex toy that I bought today um, are non-phallic. Okay. Yes, non-phallic. For women, we um, um, this toy is called a womanizer, which is a pulse. Uh, it will create some pulse through a membrane in here, which um, stimulates the clitoris and. Um, they, I, I believe they, they told me that um, they have done clinical study before launching it. For most women, um, they will achieve two to three times clitoral orgasm by simply using it in five minutes. Mm. Yes, which is pretty um, astonishing, actually. Yes, and, and it doesn't look phallic at all. No. It looks like those pore cleanser. <laughs> you put it on your dorm room and then nobody will know what that no, is. Well, they will know what that is if they know what that is, right? right? So, um, so that's that. And... During pen, um, pe um, penetrative sex, you can put it on a clitoris and then during penetrative sex as well. So mm. it's all like it's always about how you negotiate the use of sex or and how it's used. Uh, I mean, it's all. What's creativity. it called again? I'm asking for a friend. Right, the womanizer. <laughs> the womanizer. Premium. Yeah. <laughs> premium. Okay. Right. So for like this toy from Hot Octopus. Hot yes. Octopus. Uh, yeah, it's Love it. Puss, P U S S. Yes. So um, so this is a toy that. Stimul um, it's inspired from um, uh, an injury that the designer had, like it's, it's spinal cord injury. So this one, it's, um, it's similarly a, a medical tool called um, Fertile uh, 
plus or fertile personal, which is, t- I mean, spin of the word fertility, right? Mm-hmm. So they, it's a rod vibrator for the for fertile something. It's a rod vibrator, two vibrator. So they clip it on a um, flaccid penis to make that guy ejaculate, so that the sperm could be used oh, in, for, for example, fertility. yeah, for right. fertility, exactly. Okay. Instead of locking him in a room with a with an old penthouse magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and that is that is a way that they can trigger ejaculation and orgasm without an erection. Okay. Yes. This toy served that part because they this particular thingy right here will like it, it will percuss. I will use the words even like in, in medieval stage there is a word there's thing called the percussor that um, um that's cue of female hysteria. Yes, they, but it's just a masturbator. I mean mm-hmm. seriously, it's just a vibrator. But this one is a vibrator for guy. It's called a guy brater. It's trademarked TM. Yes, a guy brater. <laughs> yes, so, so obviously the, your penis goes inside the that the tube, and then you yeah. put your glands here, and then they will trigger it flex um, in a flex state and then guys who have erectile dysfunction could um, enjoy um, uh, orgasm as well. As for this one, it's specifically, uh, it's more or less the same thing. Um, It it has a smaller um, tube in here, it's like a mouth, but this one, it's specifically designed for trans men who just, um, yes, just gone through um, gender reassignment surgery. Like afterwards, they can put their penises in there and then they will vibrate same case, same thing like more or less the same thing but this is more trans friendly yes, yes. Right. that's brilliant that whoever designed that is a very inclusive designer yes well done yeah. and this one it's a uh, another penis vibrator that is designed specifically for couple use it looks like an eggplant yeah, yeah. Mm. Ooh, yes. yeah. <laughs> i mean i like the wings yes it? yes so uh, as as suggest you just put a penis in and it vibrates and you can use it during oral sex like you just okay. vibrate on on the, pe- on the root of penis, as I said, yep. and then you can f- um, you can um, do oral sex at the same time. So this is a beautiful couple toy that for people who I mean a lot of time is that guy. Uh, there is another research, yes, that um, guys who use vibrator usually during penet- uh, during sex means that they use vibrator on their partner mm. instead of on themselves, and mm. uh, but um, it's surprisingly and um, there is another research that is done in America, gay and bisexual population say that 51 or 52 I forgot uh, percent of the people who in in, in, the, in the survey say that they've used um, vibrator either penile or anal vibrator for themselves so yeah it's all about the stigma of vibrator vibrators and self fortification other than the penis yes I mean prostate is a fun part and other thing you it's all I mean the world of pleasure it's like it's sky in limit it's not limited by by a glass ceiling what don't yes. other than your own weird guilt yes. you know you should go and explore yourself <laughs> exactly. right yes. and your partner if you want yeah. to in addition to that is you know for people who actually felt they needed to do this for whatever because you know some of them could be have a diabetes or mm. hypertensive uh, medicine which means uh, and lowering the blood pressure a lot of them may have erectile dysfunction and erectile uh, erectile kind of 
problems can happen just because of age. You know, 50% mm, yeah. of more than 50 years old men will have a little erectile dysfunction every now and then. It's just how frequent and how consistent for them to be defined. And I usually tell the clients that uh, these are just aids. It's no difference from your glasses. Mm. We mm. all need glasses at 50 years old. It's yeah, just a matter of whether you use it or not, <laughs> right? Now, you can also treat these glasses as toys if you don't actually have uh, an eyesight problems, you know. That's so, um, and by doing yeah. that, you re really remove the stigma and you can help your partner. There's no need to to feel it, you know, so um, to feel there's, an, there's a big issue. If they have an issue, help them put the glasses on. <gasps> That's, That's a cool. great <gasps> way to say it. And, you know, couples, wonderful. older couples, they share the glasses mm. too, yeah, right? They just yes. pick them up from wherever. They have That's five true. of them spread around the house and whenever they need to read something, can I borrow your glasses? One thing, one like to, the best thing. Yeah, to engage this discussion, just like Foot Panda, it's always about the delivery. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like how you talk about it, how do you dis deliver your 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 um, sexual desire or your needs or your kink even to your partner is an art. Yeah. Like, well, sometimes it, it, it will be um, included with a sexual therapist or sex educator. But I mean, if you can um, like talk about it on your on your own, you can save a thousand bucks already. Yeah, and again, the most important concept is boundary concept. Absolutely. Ask for permission. Yeah. If you want to, I would like to put these classes on for you. Is that okay? Mm. Are you going to be uncomfortable? Tell me if it doesn't fit well and tell me when to stop. If you don't wear it, no problem. So these are the boundaries and the concepts, which is the golden rule in sex. Yeah. On this note, uh, let's wish our listeners a very happy appetite uh, for May, the masturbation uh, month. And masturbation is great. It can increase uh, serotonin and dopamine and neurotransmitters. So uh, do it. It's free also. Uh, meanwhile, thank you very much indeed uh, to both our guests uh, for, for joining us this afternoon. And I was going to say, in these COVID times, um, it's also safe, you know, so don't feel shy about masturbating if you can't be with your loved one as well. Absolutely. Do Meanwhile. it on Zoom or Skype <laughs> or something. Oh, we Meanwhile. do have toys like that. That's simulated. Yes. For simulation. Yes. Meanwhile, thank you very much indeed uh, to Justin Chu, who is a graduate student from the University of Hong Kong and also a sex educator. And also to Dr. Joy Choi, who is a sexuality and health counsellor. And meanwhile, thank you so much for your time, uh, Karen, uh, you, for Lois. this week's Agenda Cafe. And uh, have a happy weekend, everyone, and a happy Masturbation Month.